Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Is the want for them to actually be helping the world and black people, or is the want to just control and subsequently get rich from their control. I think it's control and get rich, but sometimes that has to do with black people prospering. I think sometimes it does. You understand? I think it's more about power than it is about empowerment. Right. So at the cost of people, they will continue to get rich, but that doesn't mean that their sole intention every day is to, like, murder a child. No, not at all. But if it lines up that way, that's why you can't fuck with them. I'll shoot the shit out that baby. Yeah, exactly. I don't give yeah. a shit. I got three cars. Fuck that baby. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that baby. I got, I got cars. three cars. I don't give a shit. Fuck that baby. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another, another exceptional episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep, so deep, put your ass to sleep. We dive deep into the world of black conspiracy theories, and we make it our mission to prove that Jesus also wants Chris Tucker to start cursing again. Say nigga, nigga. We need you. We miss the Chris Tucker you were. Let those demons go. Michael Jackson is dead. Jeffrey Epstein is dead. No one else can tell your secrets. Just say nigga. We miss you, Chris Tucker. Oh boy, we have a phenomenal episode today. I'm your host, Langston Kerman, as always, and I'm very excited. I'm doing well. I have a bit of a tummy ache, but I'm not going to let that deter me. I've been eating a fair amount of walnuts 
my wife and I were trying to have a child together and apparently walnuts helped me become more potent. That's, that is supposed to help with my potency, which is not something I, I enjoy saying out loud, nor do I expect that you enjoy hearing it. But I gotta make my sperm strong, so I'm eating a lot of walnuts. My guest today, uh, I imagine he has very strong sperm. I don't doubt his sperm for a second. Seems like a man with a, a thick load, if you ask me. <laughs> Just a proud load. I don't know if we can still say that about other people in, in today's Hollywood, but we'll find out once he gets on the microphone. He's so funny. Uh, just fucking the, the funniest. He has a Comedy Central half hour that I love so much. One of the best I've seen in years. He has a, an amazing podcast called All Fantasy Everything. He is literally the voice of Comedy Central. After they throw the commercials for those Charmin Bears, he is the one that brings you back. Give it up for my guest, so hilarious, David Bory, everybody. Hey! David Bory! Hey! What's up, big dog? Just, you know, proud, thick-load heritage. Right? <laughs> just like, I just You strong. say heritage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, that goes back to, to Africa, really. Sure. The Boris yeah. are known for their heavy, thick load. Yeah, they can't read, but man, across <laughs> the room. <laughs> you don't need to read when you're Who shooting. Who needs to read with a load like this? When you're you shooting Spider-Man webs everywhere? There's four million of us. Who, who, who needs to read? We're a fucking soccer team. I love uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear it. It just gives me it gives me comfort to know that's what you're working with. I didn't know that about walnuts. I eat walnuts. Yeah, they're, apparently they're good for you. There's other stuff that's good for you, and then there's like stuff that feels fairly obvious, like don't put your laptop in your lap because you're exposing yourself to radiation, or don't right. keep your that's your phone you in your things. pocket because five G is going to give your dick coronavirus. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah for sure for sure for just sure. the standard rules i don't really know what 5g is if we're gonna be completely honest i don't think anybody does which is why <laughs> which is why somehow we thought it gave us a cough yo i think my phone has 4g is what i think oh nice no i don't know is that nice <laughs> no it's terrible i think it's a bad i have a metro phone so it's like, oh i got you yeah, yeah, yeah the technology hasn't uh matched the, no. the service that you're getting if you have Metro, you can't get Corona. That's a fact. <laughs> that's know. just science. Yeah, you tell your listeners, I didn't even do that. That's just, <laughs> that's, you think Metro PCS. Sure. <laughs> that's going to be in their commercials pretty soon. Oh, yeah. That that and thick loads. Uh, <laughs> you you want a thick load and never get coronavirus? Then you need Metro PCS. You also want a Blackberry for some reason in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> you want a phone that flips open in 2020? Do you still have weekend metro. minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, want to wait till after 7 p.m. to call your friends because that's when it's free? Then you need Metro PCS. It don't work in Canada. That's like, <laughs> that's the I do love that they throw that in where they're like, oh, by the way, in case you were about to travel, you, yeah. you poor idiot, you can't use this in Canada. You know what, though? I bet you it works in the DR. Mm-hmm. For sure. One hundred percent. Do you know why? Because a Dominican man sold you that phone. Yep. And so he did whatever he needed to do to make sure that this service was gonna make its way to the Dominican Republic. I mean, truth be told, I have a Dominican number just for tax purposes, anyways. Oh, is that is that actually true? No, because, no, God no, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Because I was going to say, please don't say it on the podcast. This... No, I'll never do it. <laughs> I know we talk about conspiracy theories, but I am i can't protect you from anything. I, no, no, no. My number, is, my number is USA. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know you guys can't hear it at home, but David just winked at me in a way that... <laughs> That had nothing to do with his thick load. I think he was mostly focused on his secret uh, phone number from the Dominican Republic. No big deal. No big deal, puppy. <laughs> this is uh, I'm so happy you're here. We're going to have a, a great time. This is actually a really fun uh, subject you brought to us. We talked a little bit briefly before this about uh, what conspiracy theory you most bought into and the one that you immediately came back with, which I think is so interesting. You said, my mama told me. There is a black Illuminati. Bro. <laughs> Tell me more. I'm Man. excited. So I can remember specifically the first time I heard about it. Uh, I was living in San Francisco and I was at the Ace of Fades barbershop on mm -hmm. Geneva. And they were playing this YouTube video, and it was about how Prince knew that 9-11 happened. Oh, shit. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Prince knew that it happened or Bro, knew it was going to come? He predicted it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that Prince is just walking around like a king because he knew it happened. Yeah, yeah we like, all knew you know, Prince. Brother, think. <laughs> Have you heard of September 11th, brother? <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was that he predicted it and it was like a YouTube video. And it's like, do you ever see those videos where it's like the same announcer who talks like this? Yes. It was that. And they were like, this is an audio recording of Prince four days before 9-11. <laughs> and then it was just somebody going, Bush knocked down the towers. Bush knocked down the towers. And oh, then shit. Yeah, and then my barber, who was a Filipino dude, flagrantly using saying nigga. I don't know the rules. Yeah. Um, well everybody else everybody else was cool. I don't know. I find in the in the northeast, uh or excuse me, the, the northwest of this country, nobody knows the rules. You guys don't have clear definitions on the N word. Whereas I'm from the Midwest and like we have very stark lines and you guys are like, I don't know, he looks like he's from Taiwan. Go ahead, say your thing, man. I don't 60% of the Filipinos I know are 50% blacks. So I, don't even, <laughs> I don't know rules like that. Fair. But anyways, they played this, and then the rest of my haircut was just everybody arguing about whether or not that was actually Prince. Okay, that was that's what I was going to ask you. Did you feel like it was actually Prince in the recording? That's fucked up. It sounded like Prince, man. I don't know. Like I haven't heard him talk that much other than singing right but sure to me it sounded like prince and then ever since then i'm like i don't even know if i believe in the black illuminati but i want it to be real real bad right you just like you, why can't we have our own we could run shit oh this, you really just want it to be to be there because you believe in black people this is like hey yeah this is black empowerment this isn't any type of like mm. no i just think we could do it well as well that makes sense. I, want, I think we I should, want our own cabal or we, state or whatever We should dig say. a little bit into just a general understanding of what the Illuminati is. Maybe that'll that'll lay a groundwork for this conversation. For any yeah. of our listeners who feel like they somehow don't know what the Illuminati is. I guess they've never been to Old Spaghetti Factory then. Sure. 
<laughs> Wait, the Spaghetti Factory has a clear connection to the Deep Illuminati. State. Look it up, bro. Sure. Cabal. <laughs> New World Order. Talk to me about these things. What, When you say Illuminati, what exactly do you mean? A small group of people who are running the bigger things. So all political policy mm-hmm. that you see enacted, there's no left, there's no right, there's only the Illuminati, right? Sure. Uh, all social trends that you see happening, the Illuminati. It's just like the idea that the entire world is run by a small group of people. Right. So in theory, when I decide to start wearing skinny jeans because I am seeing a trend out in the world, I'm thinking that this is like an independent choice that I'm making. And instead, you're saying that this was dictated by a group of people who said, no, skinny jeans will be in fashion and they secretly have some motive. Yeah, they are trying to cut off circulation in legs, thus forcing a community to struggle because of their commitment to little pants. Exactly. It's not because you think it looks fresh. It's because Virgil, Beyonce, (laughs) and then I guess Oprah. I don't know who all makes the cut. Sure. Those people want it. That they sat down and they said, we need them to look ridiculous in little pants. And I also, in my opinion, I think there may be some people who aren't black in the black Illuminati. Go on. I think Bill Clinton could be in the black Illuminati. Pause right there. <laughs> I Listen, I'm happy to hear this and, and I'm very excited. Tell me why Bill Clinton might be in the black Illuminati. I don't think they let him in the white one. Hmm. Thing number one, he plays the saxophone. Nobody in the white Illuminati plays a jazz-based instrument. (laughs) And you can look that up. That's not me. That's that's not me just talking. They're not soaking reeds in the the white Illuminati. They don't have the breath control for it. Sure. They don't have the breath control. No horns in the white Illuminati. Like, so yeah, I think Bill Clinton, he's just real niggerish just like (laughs) in his dealings in general. He loves hoes like a lot. Yeah. I, here's the thing with Bill Clinton, because for years, the black community called him like the first black president. Right. Right. While he was simultaneously putting more black men in jail than than most presidents ever have. And so it became this weird dance of him being like somehow the most down president while also the one that hated us the most. That's but, because it be your own people, bro. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Okay, I see is. what you're getting at. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's where he's at. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. So, yeah. so, so Bill Clinton's potentially in the black Illuminati. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then who else? I think Bruce Lee was probably, a, he dipped in just because okay. black people love karate. Yeah. That's really. That's the only reason. Yeah, that's as deep as that goes. That's okay. And they were just—he was so good at at his martial arts that they were like Bruce Lee, you're in. Yeah, because Jim Kelly didn't want to do it. So right, you need a weapons guy. It's like the Illuminati is much like a bank heist or something. You need a fully rounded team. I I see you know what I'm saying? Like you need different expertise. Right. It can't just be a room full of entertainers. No, 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 no. You need like you need like a weapons guy. Right. You need a, you need like a tech nerd. You know what I mean? Somebody who can do the flip off the top shelf and then exactly. land on the money. Exactly. Like that tiny Chinese man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys all know the tiny Chinese man we're talking about? Yeah, from Ocean's Ocean. From Ocean's 11. That one. Yeah, and 12 and 13. He made it's, it in all three. 
It's a whole series. That guy, he's living good. I hope so. <laughs> I really liked him. <laughs> he honestly, and it's hard to, you can never, it's, it only feels racist to tell people, but he was my favorite character, but I also never knew his name really. So it was like a weird thing of being like, I like the Chinese one. Like, all right, Man. who is that? I don't know his name. I like the Chinese. <laughs> I like it's him. not like you didn't like the Chinese one. That's the racist. That is the racist part. I could have taken racist. the time, I guess, to learn uh, what's behind the, the tiny and the Chinese, if that makes sense. No. What are the other people's names in that movie? What are the other characters names? Uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, exactly. Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. <laughs> Just Don like Cheadle's you. pretty good. You don't know any of those character names. Sure. That's fair. Yeah, that's all I know I'm Danny Ocean. That's it. And then the rest of them are... See, that's fucked. I thought it was Billy Ocean. So Billy that's... Ocean, a different guy. Similar contributions to American, uh, you know, culture. But <laughs> Yeah, Caribbean queen, right? <laughs> 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 okay, so, so besides Bill Clinton and Bruce Lee, potentially, you said John B. also is a potential contributor to the Black yeah. Illuminati. I guess one of the questions I have or the things that really popped in my head is... If white people and Chinese people are part of this black Illuminati, what is their contribution to this? Why would I want Bill Clinton in my black Illuminati? I think it's one of those things where it's just like they generally accept that culture maybe more than their own. Like they're they're invested in the black culture. It's like like Gary Owen. Where's he make all his money? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like the same type of thing. Yeah. So it's, it's people who have already they were already with black people anyways. Sure. So you know in, I mean? even by your argument, right, that uh, if this is about the control of the black community yes. and and our choices, then the people at the highest levels of our entertainment, of our social progress, whatever, would ultimately have their say in what's happening. Thus, a Bill Clinton, a Gary Owen, a Bruce. Whoa, Lee, I didn't whoever. say Gary Owen. <laughs> Just like. You're saying Gary Owen is not in the black. Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that big time. <laughs> okay. Like write that down. Sure. Gary Put Owen in the episode description. If I could just pause for a second for my listeners at home, David wants to be as clear as possible that Gary Owen did not make the cut of the black Illuminati. Yep. I assume he wants to be in the black. Illuminati. Of course he wants to be in the black Illuminati. Of course he wants to be in the black Illuminati piece of shit, but you are not welcome in our <laughs> In our black Illuminati, you asshole Gary Owen. No, sir. No, No, sir. sir. (laughs) This is fascinating. What do you think specifically differentiates the black Illuminati from other Illuminati counterparts? Because by your suggestion, I would assume that there are also now Latinx uh, Illuminatis. I think so. I yeah. think so. The, probably a Vietnamese Illuminati. Sure. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's cultural. Are they moving completely different? Are they just focusing on their people? What's the goals here? I think about it like a UN situation mm-hmm. where it's like every Illuminati has their own de- a delegate that they send to the main Illuminati meeting, right? Oh. But it's like it's like some are stronger than others. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Chile is in the UN, but they're not like at the meeting swinging dick. Right. They kind of sit on the side and mind their business. Right, 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 right. Like in like any any power situation. So I think it's like that. Like there are other Illuminati's, but like they're not as powerful. 
Got you. So in this case, I'd have to assume, and it breaks my heart to say it, the black Illuminati is not, uh, they're not swinging dick quite as much as we would like. Well, okay. Not as much as we would like, but I think pretty huge, right? Just okay. for the fact that American pop culture kind of dictates the world, right. and we are a major part of that. Yeah. So it's like, we do too much to not have a place there, right? I got you. It's not maybe what we would want. It's but almost it's, like a, we're up a, there. a North Korea vibe where it's like, I mean, you said it. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Come along with me. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'll go. I'll go. I got no, listen, man, I'm in the house. I got nothing to do today. <laughs> no. So we, we are it, by your suggestion and this is not my work. This is oh, your okay. work, David, <laughs> by your suggestion. I uh, understand. What, what we're saying is, is that the black Illuminati at these meetings, although not necessarily the power that we want to be, has to be taken seriously at all times, much like a North Korea in the world. Not to say that we are evil, not to suggest that we are uh, somehow, you know, connected with dictatorship, but certainly just something to be feared, if nothing else. No, I think that we have a bigger seat at the table than just like a wild outlier. Got you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like, I don't think we're like, do this or we'll bomb you. I think we're in part on decisions and stuff like that. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like, we're not just like a crazy, like, we got WMDs or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think yeah. we're an active part of the conversation. I like that. Is what I'd hope. I'm sorry I compared black people to North Korea. Don't be sorry. Listen, this is a writer's room, man. <laughs> it's a writer's room that we're going to uh, project across the world. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Listen, we're not the first people to equate black people to North Korea. We won't be the last. <laughs> Boy, do I hope that's true. <laughs> In either direction, do I hope that's true. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back here with more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we are back. Yeah, we're back here with more My Mama Told Me, and I am still here with David Borey, hilarious, hilarious comedian who is telling me more and more about the deep, deep, deep conspiracies, conspiracy rather, of the black Illuminati and all of its comings and goings in the world and the damage it's doing or help it's doing, I don't know, uh, with black people. Do you think they help people? I think it's neutral. Mm. To be honest, you know what I mean? I think it's like, like any government or anything like that. I think some things are very positive. I think that some things are very negative. I don't think it would be fair to say that they're ultimately helping people because look, via the prison system or whatever, we're still in bondage, right? So it's like, they're not like killing sure. it. You know what I mean? They're not right. like killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're doing great, period. I don't even think they're necessarily doing a good job. I think maybe mm-hmm. better than they were. Okay, so we talked about this, but I did some deep diving. I did some research on the, yeah. the conversation of the Illuminati and specifically the black Illuminati. And I want to share some of the things that I've, I've dug up and hopefully you have uh, some answers because honestly, more so than any other episode that I've had thus far, this one left me with more questions than real answers. That's what I'm saying. It's deep. It's deep. It's deep very state. deep. I did hours of research and I mostly came up tired and uh, a little frustrated with the information I was pulling. So I personally didn't know. Let's start here. I personally didn't know that the Illuminati is a real thing. Do you know what I mean? Fuck. That like, yo, you're going to say that on record. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait, don't tell Will Ferrell. The point is, I I had no idea <laughs> that the Illuminati was real. I I thought that this was just sort of like a fantasy thing that people had made up over years and years of like spreading rumors, whatever. But the Illuminati was actually a real organization that was created in 1776, the exact time of the birth of the America that we know. So 1776, this dude, Adam Westshopped, a German lawyer who believed uh, strongly in enlightenment and ideals specifically created the Illuminati to promote these principles of like enlightenment among elites, people he had deemed elites in society. Is that not what I've been saying? It is. It's a hundred percent what you've been saying. (laughs) And (laughs) but even scarier part, the Illuminati, as we know it, as the organization that was technically on record only lasted 10 years 1785 the Bavarian government shuts it down because they basically say we deem all secret societies completely illegal you are no longer allowed to illuminate or enlighten you must shut this shit down and they basically claim from that point forward that the Illuminati no longer exists that it the is the Bavarian a, government says that yes 
and not just the government, everyone around them is saying like, oh, the Illuminati, it's as if the police showed up and were like, shut the party down and then, and then like, everybody went home. Do you have any stats on membership before that happened? Great question. I was digging into the membership, which apparently as it was originally created, it started with like six to nine dudes. They were mostly basing all everything that they did off of uh what are those guys? The Freemasons. Right, right, right. So they wanted it strictly guys. They wanted to be like elite dudes in the world who were free thinkers and uh, particularly were opposed to uh, like sort of living in the past and following like tradition and more interested in infiltrating organizations for control. So like the infiltration of politics so that they can then, you know, decide how votes are, right. are made and shit like that. And did they have started, any politicians? Of I don't it. So that's the part that gets messy, right? Because they okay. start with six to nine dudes, but then they intentionally target the Freemasons, which is already an organization by this point, And they start uh, pulling their members. They'll like show up to Freemason meetings, pretending to be Freemasons and then trick those Freemasons into joining the Illuminati wow. and coming back and becoming Illuminati members. And so there's all this speculation about by the end in that 10 years, it moves somewhere from six to nine dudes to 600 to 2,500 people. But still very vague on numbers. Very vague on numbers, Man. but they've accumulated exponentially more people than they had when they started. And then last question that I have for the origins. So the Freemasons operated in Germany, I'm assuming, uh, the, or they went out to the world and did that? I think the Freemasons were all over because a lot of our like uh, founding fathers are right. connected to the Freemasons. A lot of like big historical figures in spaces are connected to the Freemasons. I think the Illuminati specifically started uh, in Bavaria and then moved other places in theory. Same. So what we have is possibly an international network of possibly 2,600 people they just iced right the bavarians iced but then there's people all over the world okay yeah come on and that's the crazy part right you know as well as i do you can't get 2500 people to just stop doing some shit nope you know what i mean where under what circumstances could someone show up and be like that's illegal and all 2500 people are gonna stop it all over the world because if it's all over the world it wasn't even their government why would i that's crazy. okay but they said it they said it. The they, guy, exactly. The guy so they make like, no this. More. They said no more. And so for years, no one really talks about the Illuminati, right? They pretty much go completely underground. Nobody's saying shit about the Illuminati. Although for years, other things that sort of happened in the world started to be connected to the to a possible Illuminati relationship. Like when the French Revolution happened, a bunch of people started saying that that might have been because of the Illuminati that the Illuminati started the French Revolution, started the, the people uprising against the Okay. Like they were there on Bastille Day or whatever. Yeah, or that they picked the day and Because haven't the French had a lot of revolutions? Well, they had the big one, I think. I don't know. I'm not a historian. I'm a, I'm a nigga who did some Google searches. Yeah, good job, though. This is very <laughs> exciting. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Well, this is where it gets even more interesting because they keep connecting it to weird shit, right? Like even there's evidence that George Washington even mentioned them in a letter one time where he basically 
you know, 1798, George Washington writes this letter about the Illuminati where he speculates that the threat had largely been beaten, where he basically says, like, I know a lot of y'all are talking about the Illuminati, but I assure you the Illuminati's dead. It's gone. It's not a thing anymore. 13 but years that after ends- they got busted after they got busted but that's what started to spark up more of the conversation because everybody's like why the fuck is george washington talking about the illuminati if the illuminati isn't real yeah if if it's not here anymore then why is this motherfucker 13 years later telling me it's not real what's that That doesn't make sense what's that hamlet shit the lady doth protest Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that lady's protesting he's protesting (laughs) he's a little baby He's little baby. <laughs> George Washington doing features for two million dollars. He's a little baby. Good for him. Uh so <laughs> he wrote that letter to who? Uh it's not clear. I think he was just writing uh, you know it's like the they didn't have like, Twitter. Like Paul wrote it to whoever. They didn't have Twitter back then. I think you just needed motherfuckers to talk to. You just gotta and, air it out. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta air it out. He's like, hey, you know what's crazy? People keep talking about the Illuminati. I don't even they ain't even real no more. Fuck them. Yeah, I've and been seeing a lot like, of tweets. <laughs> a lot of mentions been, lately. I've been reading a lot of carrier pigeons about this Illuminati coming back, and I want to assure y'all you're mistaken. All right. So he wrote that letter and he was like, no more. No Illuminati. We're th- but now we're 13 years out. And like many, you know, sort of conspiracy theories, it's the most dangerous thing. And we see it now every day, right? The most dangerous shit you can do is to tweet about it, right? Whether you agree with it or disagree with it, you are giving it power by saying this shit is real or isn't. It doesn't matter. You're telling people that you think that it at least has some relevance in the world. And so George Washington sort of reinvigorated its relevance. And then in the 90s, a whole bunch of other companies and uh, writers specifically of this one dude wrote this book uh, or series of books called the uh, Illuminatus. It's like a series of books where it basically is like historical fiction, but it incorporates the Illuminati and they become like this major player in controlling the world. And then all those Dan Brown books with the, you know, the fucking uh, angels and uh, demons. and all yeah. yeah. And so the Illuminati that plays a major good, though, part man. in that. Did you ever, Have you read it? Did you, I, re- I read the fr- was the fucking first one. The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. I read that shit in like two days. It's like candy. It's so much fun. Oh, I haven't read any of them. My Yo, wife told me I should for this podcast. That's crazy. <laughs> you want me to read? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Who are you? The Illuminati trying to make me do stuff? Black Illuminati. Black uh, Illuminati. So you said it was so it was it was quiet for like George Washington said it and then it was quiet for like a couple hundred years. It was pretty chill. There's not a lot of evidence of people really talking about the Illuminati. And then some authors started writing about it. And that starts to spark a bunch of shit. Now here's in the 1990s. It, well, these were more in like the 60s and 70s. Okay. okay. Uh, but the 1900s. Yeah. yeah. And so here's where things get crazy because we're talking about the black Illuminati. And I kept asking myself, well, where do black people come into this? Because up to this point, we've only been slaves and then dealing with like fucking you know jim crow era and civil rights shit like there's no way there's a group of black people uh benefiting from this too much but then in america in america at least but maybe to your point there's some shit like some motherfuckers in nigeria are like rubbing their fingers together was doing a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
But anyway, so yeah, where do black people fit in? That's that's the good question. So the big the big introduction to the Illuminati, as far as I can find, is it comes through hip hop, right? Prodigy, that prodigy. Prodigy is a great example. In the '90s, a whole bunch of rappers, the Dr. Dre's, Prodigy, a whole bunch of people start saying wild shit about how the Illuminati is trying to control me. The Illuminati trying to destroy my family. Illuminati don't want me to eat at night. Whatever. Right. Yep. I want my mind, soul, and my body. Exactly. And so it becomes this thing in hip hop where everybody is basically equating the Illuminati to the oppressor. Anybody that's doing bad to black people is the Illuminati. Then artists start to make the Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) Artists start to make some money. People start getting rich. And so it transforms generations, right? Jay-Z comes along and he starts saying, nobody controls me. I'm a motherfucking boss. And then people like Prodigy see Jay-Z saying shit like that. And he's like, this nigga's in the Illuminati. (laughs) 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 This nigga's got too much money. He must be in the Illuminati. We rap just as good as him. Why the fuck is he so rich? I mean, vice, right? Yes. Alcohol. Exactly. But any, but <laughs> yeah, deal with your addictions, prodigy. But yeah, yeah maybe come on, man. Maybe it's so a wait, secret so, society. So what you're saying is we didn't start talking about a black Illuminati until black people got generational wealth. Exactly. Damn. Black Illuminati Damn. did not exist as far as we could see until people started to make enough money to feed their kids. Starting to feel real crabs in a bucket, huh? Yeah. But the exciting part, (laughs) (laughs) the exciting part of your argument is that maybe there could be a black Illuminati in part because we saw what generational wealth did to create the original Illuminati. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like we weren't operating at a level where it would even be a thing necessary. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Until when, when did black people first start getting generational wealth? Probably truthfully the 20th century yeah you know you could argue there's there's people in the 1920s who started to really build resources that would ultimately lead to like greater success so that that's fair yeah right because you also need people who have been generationally enlightened or whatever Mm -hmm. to to do that right and most of their parents were slaves right until but now it's like we're at that point right yes where people are like my parents parents we're wealthy right. or whatever else. Which is like, then it's just, yeah, we just got into the game, I think. And so there's no reason, to your point, that Jay-Z couldn't call Oprah and say, hey, I I want to change things around here. We should have a meeting where we wear dark cloaks and decide what the fuck, you know, black people are going to get to do today or get to read or, or subscribe to. That's what I'm saying. I think it's realistic. Also, power corrupts people. The more powerful people get, they do crazy shit. Mm -hmm. You ever seen like those pictures from the Rothschild party? Yeah. It doesn't seem nuts to me to think that maybe, yeah, like J and B are putting on deer heads. Absolutely. And having Oprah and whoever else. Who else has got money like that? I don't follow money. (laughs) (laughs) Jay-Z, Oprah, Kevin Hart, Ludacris. Does Ludacris, Ludacris has that, that much money, right? He's got like a lot of Ludacris money. has a shit ton of money. He has a shit ton of money. Kevin Hart is for sure in. Yes. For sure. You take $100 million or whatever he's worth, plus short man mm-hmm. complex, he's beating down the door. I like to think they didn't let Kevin Hart in. I, I totally agree. I feel like Kevin, 
<laughs> Kevin applied like four times before they finally were like, fuck, we got to let him in. He's just, he's too good. He's too good. He's got too he's much money. Too good. I know he's not, maybe he's a bad guy. We can't really tell, but fuck, we got to let him in. Here's my question for real. Mm -hmm. They come on your door. They're like Langston. Yeah. We've heard the podcast. <laughs> we listen to light skin feelings. We saw, we love insecure. We see you moving around. Sure. Out here. You're a strong, married, young black man, mm -hmm. upwardly socially mobile. You give us your firstborn, you're in. Wow. Where are you at on it? You know, it's it's a tough question. You don't even have to give it to them. Your kid just has to like I just have to spend summers at Oprah's house. Sure. I have to indoctrinate my child. Yeah, you have to it's like it's not like a, a literal giving over, but from that child's birth, its whole sole purpose is to help the Illuminati. And with that, let just so I'm fully clear, with that I don't really get to choose what happens to my kid. No, but you get you know, all the benefits of the black Illuminati mm -hmm. recut haircuts for life. Right. Uh, a boost mobile phone. <laughs> Where are you at? Ludacris. Yeah. Ludacris wants to know. You can chirp Ludacris at any time. <laughs> any time. <laughs> <laughs> Ludacris just checks in on you because yeah, you yeah, are, you're a brother to him now and he needs to know. Yeah. Where you're yeah. At. Yeah. And like, and like, and better business dealings and stuff like, like the stuff like that you would get from being in a white fraternity or like the skulls or some yeah. shit like that. Right. Right. It's like all similar. I, do you do that? I feel like I'd be a fool not to mostly not because I want to be in the Illuminati. I actually think that they're probably really bored. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't actually think, so? well, I've, I've always heard this rumor and maybe you've heard it too, that like uh, rich people in general, just like reach a point of wealth where they stop even enjoying things anymore. And it just becomes you doing shit. Like I've always heard this rumor about Jamie Foxx playing naked basketball with his friends. Yo, I heard about that too. Yeah. Man. I didn't hear about it as with his friends though. I well, friends, enemies, I don't know. <laughs> I heard about it with potential sexual conquest. Exactly. But he like makes them play everybody that plays basketball at Jamie Foxx's house has to do it naked. And you're not doing that because that's the best way to play basketball. You're doing oh. that because your soul is numb in a way that requires you to need to make something that could have been fun by itself a level more exciting. Otherwise, you can't get hard anymore. Or you can't play against the pick and roll, so you want to take that. Right. <laughs> I'm not setting a pick on no man nude. <laughs> Ain't no picks in my game. Take your motherfucking no. pants off. Yeah. No, we're not playing that Harlem Globetrotter <laughs> shit. I, I like the idea that Jamie Foxx plays real, like, Fundamental, like no flashy basketball. Oh, he's just straight, like straight pull up shots. He pulls up, just doing <laughs> the bounce passes. Bounce for sure, for sure. He is fundamental <laughs> as shit, but he doesn't believe in the pick and roll because that is the most. <laughs> the, that's offensive on yeah, his we court. Yeah, we don't play that boogie woogie ball over here, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't need you guys playing your urban yeah. basketball in Jamie Foxx's court. I'm a Hoosier. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's. Uh, I would join. I don't think that. Here's the thing. You I don't think join. black people have been that rich yet that we have. You think or you think that happens like even if you're the first person in your family to get rich, you get that reward. 
Well, I don't know. I think I think to your point, it probably requires generational wealth. And I do think that part of uh, the my fear is that if you don't join, you're they'll cut you off from generational wealth. That like this is an either you're with us or against us kind of vibe. So you get the offer, you don't get to know that they exist and then just go about your day. They're offering it to you because like either get down or lay down type shit. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it is like the movie State Property. Exactly. It is like that. <laughs> it is, it's just like that. <laughs> Which is why I watched that movie. I own it. <laughs> We're going to take another break and we'll be back with more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we're back. ugly you're disgusting i'm gonna kill you give me two hundred dollars all right we're back here with more <laughs> my mama told me and more david Bory. we are talking uh black illuminati we're digging deep into whether or not we would commit ourselves in the black illuminati and whether or not the black illuminati would kill us if we don't yeah that's the real question i don't think they'd kill you i don't think they'd kill you okay i think you're right though you're gonna the best the best your kid's going to do is like 100K a year tops, though. Right. Like you're which blocked. In this, which in today's economy is uh, it's not enough. Yeah, and imagine tomorrow's economy. Right. You got to plan for the future. You're a father now. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating all these walnuts. I'm a father now. Yeah, yeah, you're potent, man. You got to pass <laughs> that on. I would join. I think I would join, man. I think I would join. Do you have any do you have any fears about joining? Is there anything that that you're particularly afraid might happen if you joined? 
I worry that I would do some shit and get kicked out. Oh, that you'd be like the bad boy of the black Illuminati. Bad boy is not maybe the term I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be like AJ. You'd be the one that wears the hat and I'd be like AJ. Words. Yeah, I'd be the one who got drunk a lot is what I mean. Right. <laughs> like I'd be so uncouth that they'd be like, come on, man. You can't be in the black Illuminati and eat hot dogs from Costco. Like you have to pick. Right. That's you my- have to upgrade your life in a way that that matches the lifestyle of your of your uh your tessa thompson's oh is that did she make it i i would assume so she's in everything now yeah that's true if you're in everything Mm -hmm. if you're in everything you made it janelle monet she's got to be in the black yeah she talks about free thinking too yeah a lot yeah a lot like more than you would think a person who thinks freely does <laughs> you know who i think wants to be in the black illuminati and it drove him crazy that they wouldn't let him in is uh terrence howard ha because <laughs> he's a he's a liability he's too much of a liability he's a lot li- he's crazy he's new math bro yeah. you can't come over here with new math <laughs> talking about flowers Are you, you talking about flowers and psychopath math? you know he thought empire was a documentary he doesn't even know that it's filmed. There's no way that you let Terrence Howard in he, because he gets a vote. He gets an equal vote like no. other members. I think if anything, they are the ones who canceled them. Like, okay, mm. track with me on this. I'm following. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm okay, listening. Well, that's how they get you. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesse Smollett shit. Yeah. Who set that up? Okay. Why was that a thing? Right. He was doing fine. I Jesse think Jesse was doing great. He was and it was only going to get better for him. It was mm-hmm. only going to get better. He's young. I think he's handsome. He was sexually neutral in a way that allowed him to flow freely between spaces and shit. He could kiss anybody on screen. Anybody. Anybody. Mm-hmm. I think the Black Illuminati takes him out as a message to Terrence Howard. Get off our nuts. This is what we did to your friend. We don't even <laughs> care about him. You see what we'll do to your son? We don't yeah. give a fuck about you. We don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> this was them sending a baby finger to Darren Yeah, Howard. that's what it was. Jesse Smollett is the horse head in the bed. That's, sure. that's Like, get your shit yeah. together. Clean up. Or we'll come for Quit you Quit doing next. interviews. I think that's why it was only that GQ interview mm-hmm. that Quincy Jones did, and then they were like, no more. Right. Because Quincy that- Jones exposed a lot of shit. He said, who killed Kennedy? Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everybody forgot because he was like, also, R- Richard Pryor used to fuck uh, Harry Belafonte or whoever he was yeah. fucking. Yeah, oh, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. And it was like, oh, I, I guess we're going to focus on that one because that seems wilder. That was what, I, but he never talked like that again, mm-hmm. right? It was just that interview. And he was like on like a, some comeback shit, like, no, right. this is a new Quincy. Like, this is <laughs> what it is now. And this, then, like, this is a new me. I'm 95. <laughs> Check <yeah>. me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling secrets. And then it was just done. It was just that one article. And then yeah. nothing else ever happened. And, like, wh- how else do you, what else happened then? With, with Quincy? He yeah, shut the I fuck mean, up. That's what I'm, who did that? John did Legend, that? maybe. He seems no. like he would have shut him Ooh, the fuck John up. Legend is in it for John sure. John Legend's definitely in the black. He might be second generation. I don't know. I don't know the Legend family like that. Sure. Is his name Legend for real? I I don't know. I have, honestly have no idea. I, I'm going to say yes. 
just because it's more fun to believe <laughs> that John Legend is a real human being and that he didn't just make this up for his own shits and giggles and whatnot. Oh, no. It says his name is John Roger Stevens. Oh, See? that's lame. Because, of course, his name's not John Legend. That's crazy. Yeah, but imagine the, the hubris to name yourself Legend because he had already he had already been tapped by that black Illuminati. That's what I'm saying. He was friends with Kanye. Kanye was friends with Jay-Z. They saw the talent. They saw the potential generational wealth. He doesn't mm -hmm. hit me as a guy who grew up in like the hood was struggling for, for money. So I don't he, think he's ever struggled. He's never struggled. He married a, a beautiful Asian model. He also, dog, you think he got Chrissy Teigen? That's a gift, bro. Right. That's a gift, Not, bro. Well, that's how now you're talking you. that talk. <laughs> like, yo, you don't like, they made her in a lab for him in like 98. Find sure. me a picture of Chrissy Teigen before 1998. I couldn't find it. I you couldn't find, find it. I'll shut the fuck up now. I'll go home. <laughs> I'll go, I don't You're already shit. home. I'm already but you'll home. you'll go further into your house. Yeah, I'll take my shoes off. I'll go upstairs. And you'll find me a picture <laughs> of Chrissy Teigen before 1998. I can't find it, and I'm not going to look for it. That's what I'm saying. They set up all these booby traps. That's why people fall off. Mm -hmm. Birdman was supposed to get a billion dollars. Right. They can't have that. They, they can't have baby. And it's because what? What did Birdman do that blew him from this position? Because that's what I hear you and I agree with you. Right. I think that the Illuminati is making clear decisions about who they want to be winning and who they want to be losing. Neo was doing fucking great for a, Yo, a long man. time. And then at some point they exposed that he was uh, bald on accident and that he he wasn't the talent that they wanted him to be, and they blew up his whole spot. I Talk can't pinpoint. Shit. I I Talk just don't shit. know how to pinpoint where these these choices are coming from. Well, that's because we're not in the crew. We don't. There's so many allegiances, mm -hmm. and you don't know. I'm just saying. All I'm saying. Quincy Jones said Tevin Campbell is one of the most talented artists he's ever worked with. What happened right. there? Where's right. Tevin Campbell? Everybody says it. Babyface said it. Uh, uh huh. They were playing him all on every radio. He was in the uh -huh. Fresh Prince. He was the uh -huh. the beautiful young boy in the Fresh Prince who got to kiss Ashley before Ashley was a grown up. He kissed Ashley Banks, and he didn't go on to make a million dollars. I don't know the numbers, but who else did that? <laughs> Nobody. You know, nobody what I'm kissed Ashley Banks besides bro, Kevin Campbell. Bro, come on, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like, have you ever heard "Can We Talk" like at nighttime? You ever heard that song in the Listen. dark? There are very few songs in, in this world that don't get old. Like every song sort of has like an, an expiration date for your like soul and your ears, whatever yeah. it is. Can We Talk will last as long as these statues that they're trying to tear down. It will oh, last yeah. be, be when this world it caves in on itself and is swallowed by the sun above us. Can We Talk will be the last song that everyone listens to as we fall into the apocalypse. Who are you telling, bro? I think that we should put it on a cassette tape, blast it into space, just so people know that was something humans did once. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this is our greatest contribution. Yeah, can we talk? What, this is what you put that in like LeBron James in a spaceship and just tell the world. <laughs> and aliens, uh, aliens are gonna hear it and be like, well, this must have been a god on this planet. They must yeah, clearly this man must have <laughs> He must have accomplished everything you can accomplish. And we're like, nah, he had like three hits and then we made him shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, he had like a weird little comeback with the Goofy movie, but nobody. <laughs> But nobody really associated with him. They just no, uh, they called him by like the character. Dog. Yeah, power line. Power uh, line. They called him power <laughs> line a lot. That's, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. A lot of people, a lot, I, there's so many people I think got blocked. Mm-hmm. Bokeem Woodbine. Yes. Hell yeah, Yo, talk that talk. Why didn't that work? Why didn't that, are you kidding me? Amazing talent. Unbelievable Amazing talent. talent. Where is he now? I think I got more Twitter followers than Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> I don't even do anything, bro. I could barely read. Are you kidding me? Where is Bokeem Woodbine, and why isn't he being welcomed back into the Black Illuminati? Because he ran afoul of someone. Right. God, you're making sense to me, man. This is hitting me in all the sweet spots that I like to be hit. I'm telling you, man, if it don't make dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, And that's the other thing about the Illuminati is I feel like they pluck. You don't have to be good. You just have to be willing. Right. That is something we've seen historically. They let you fuck up. We've seen some of the most elite of the people who we all agree are fucking Illuminati members just do horrendous. Kanye West is constantly fumbling a bag. Terry Crews cannot hold on to a bag for for dear life. I haven't trusted him ever. Sure. I don't like chicks. I don't like muscles that have wrinkles in them. That bothers nope. me. It's, nope, 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 nope. Are you old or young? Tell <laughs> right, me. Tell one. me. <laughs> Fucking tell me. Also, that whole head shit. His whole head shit's fucked up. Are those tits sweet or are they not sweet? I can't I tell because they got all these ridges that I. Yeah. You look like a you look like a ruffles chip, and I don't like Yo. it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a crumpled bag of Doritos. <laughs> You look like you were not sold this way, and I don't care for it, and I want to, we got to fix it. No, you can't trust him, but he's still here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Will Smith, how many albums after he was bad at rapping did he put out? <laughs> Big Willie style? He made the Miami video. He made that whole video. And then he somehow figured out a way to make us listen to his son be just okay at stuff. And then he made us listen to his daughter be just okay at stuff. And now somehow they, they've uh, elevated themselves to being good at the thing that they used to be just okay at. Uh-huh. It's, it feels uh-huh. like manipulation. Jada's got to come to bring herself to the red table all now of a Now she's going to admit that she's been having sex with a young boy and uh, all why Will Smith was reading scripts that aren't going to work out. But he yeah, still is rich. Even- that's what I'm saying. That all this being said, uh, watch me on this joke up premiering on Quibi. Uh, it's a stand-up show starring Will Smith and myself. We got to hang out. Uh, I'm doing some good bits. Some good, good bits. He did welcome uh, me into the Black Illuminati. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we hung out in Vegas for a weekend. It was pretty cool. He's got a drone. You know. He said if I bought some new clothes and uh, cleaned up my act, I might be able to hang out more often. But yeah, I didn't believe it. He just <laughs> he said that to be nice. The point is, you can fuck up. You can fuck up. You just can't, like, you can't not be with them. And I think, if anything, Bokeem Woodbine was just, he was too strong. I think there's a moment, and even we're going down the Bokeem Woodbine uh, train, Alan Payne. Yo, come on, That was a dude, he, he, America couldn't get enough of Alan Payne, and now he's doing fucking Tyler Perry, like, sideshows. Doug, beautiful, strong, great voice. That voice? Oh, man. He did comedy. He did drama. He, wow. he did it all. Wow. He did all that. Wasn't he in Eve's Bayou? He was. He was and a star. And CB4. 
No, not Steve's Bayou. He was in Jason's Lyric. Jason's Lyric. He Why was do Jason. we confuse those two movies? Uh, they both were in Bayou's, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was was a, it? It was a lot of them standing by swamps with secrets. Yeah, and I feel like like a blue tint on the camera uh-huh. a lot. Yeah. But anyways, Alan Payne, yeah. Yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason. Not at all. He well, should be on this show next week. I hope he does it. I'm going to ask. I bet he's available. I, I, I got a good feeling we'll get Alan Payne. <laughs> I, I had another game planned, but I actually think that this is a, a more interesting game to play with you. You host a very fun podcast called All Fantasy Everything. You guys draft stuff in your podcast. Who are your favorite Black Illuminati members? Or who do you think, more importantly, are the most powerful members of the Black Illuminati? Okay, so there are two things for me, right? Sure. Because first of all, much like a lot of black issues, mm-hmm. there is colorism in the black. Absolutely. Illuminati, right. So who are my dark skinned black Illuminati heroes? Here we go. I like to think there's like a dark skin hit squad, much like the Gestapo. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> like a black Illuminati right. dark skinned Gestapo. You got the faces, but then you got the money. And uh, yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. And also these are like the hitters. Like mm-hmm. this is like, like who who's going to be. Who's going to be in the trailer after Terrence Howard does a take? Right. And to be like, no, you're still out. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, That's hard, man. Yeah. Because now I'm just going over my Rolodex and many of these black, these dark skinned kings are too strong. (laughs) Too strong. Too strong. They were like, Wood Harris? No. Yeah, Wood Harris. He's not going for it. I like to think Jaiman Hansu. Mm, that's a good answer. Jaiman Hansu 100% is in the Illuminati. If we're talking about a gift, when did you and Kamora <laughs> Lee Simmons uh, <laughs> link up? When was that normal conversation? What did he say? Yeah. How did he get it? <laughs> you know, that's enough. trying to do the don't leave me challenge to get a supermodel? Come on, bro. Come Seal. on, bro. Seal. That was my next one. That's the gift. That, that's, that's, a gift. that's a gift where somebody was like, hey, man, thank you for your contributions. We we sent uh, Bro, Heidi Klum to your house and we'll let Seal you get Seal doesn't even pregnant. seem particularly charming. No. Honestly, he seems very dry. Yes. Also, I knew this girl who worked at a bank out in the Palisades. <laughs> She's... <laughs> man, I'm going to get... I, I hope this never comes out. I know this girl... <laughs> she said that Seal would just come in like every few weeks... With a $20,000 check that he would cash. In person? cash. In person. Oh, he'd take it straight to cash? Straight to cash. Jesus Christ. From different, yeah, so, okay. What a weirdo. What an Illuminati hitter. Right. And uh, what arrogance. You're SEAL. You have an assistant. Also, you don't have a bank account, bro? You got to cash it? <laughs> there's there's got to be a baby seal you can send to to go do this work for you. Is there a baby seal? Oh, seal? Seal's got I think he has babies with Heidi Klum. Really? I'm almost pretty sure that they they had kids together. Good for him, man. Yeah. Good for him. I'd like to think uh what's his name? Brian Tyree uh, Oh, Brian Henry? Tyree Henry. Yeah, I think that he could be. I think he could be in there. He seems like he's he was recently initiated. Yeah, same with uh, Daniel. Uh, oh, uh, Kalua. 
Daniel Kalua, I think, is yeah. uh, is an Illuminati. Recently yeah. initiated. I think a, a telltale sign of people suddenly being in the Illuminati is how often we see them in shit. Yeah. Especially when you went from never seeing them. Yes. It doesn't make sense a lot where you're like, how did the guy from the reboot of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures get a Spike Lee movie? Right. What do you, you know what I mean? What are you doing in the Joker movie? Why? Yeah. Why are you here? How, yeah. How are you there? Paul Blart, Mall Cop 4? <laughs> and now you're in the Malcolm X reboot? That seems, something seems know. fishy. I don't know about it. I don't know about it. I, I'm trying to think, what was that, three? Yeah, give I me like one Viola more. Viola Davis. Oh, Viola like Davis, that. that's a Viola good answer. Davis. I yeah. think like that's why it was so late, her kind of ascension to where she should have been. Right. She's been acting her ass off forever. Forever. The last few years, once she finally got down. And then, uh, who's the last one? Oh, I don't know. But I would hope that Grace Jones had made it in somehow. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I just really I like that energy. I yeah, I don't think that we often consider the the people who are no longer uh, hot names or with us and all that. Oh, anymore. I think it's mostly that. I think yeah. it's mostly that. Sure. You're only white hot for so long, but you're Illuminati money forever. Right. As long yeah. as you commit and you stay committed, you can stay in the Illuminati forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, you don't, they, you don't get kicked out. I don't think many people ever got kicked out. Well, that gives me great comfort to know that Strange is yes. uh, <laughs> is forever <laughs> and always going to be protected by the Illuminati. Look at this pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been great. I've had a yeah, great time. Fantastic, man. We've learned time. a lot. We've explored a lot. We've made up a lot. We'll probably get sued. But it's exciting, and I had a great time. David, can you tell the people at home where they can find you? Oh yeah, uh, my Twitter is at the G is silent. I'm not really on Twitter anymore though. Uh, cool guy jokes eighty seven, uh, all fantasy everything podcast. Watch my special, and then uh, you know Will Smith don't cancel me. Yeah, his special is great, and he uh, took one of the funniest videos with Will Smith of all time. <laughs> I would argue had to hijack of all time. him. Had to hijack him. <laughs> he didn't know that was going to happen. It's very funny. <laughs> Well, this has been another episode of My Mama Told Me. I'm Langston Kerman. You can find me at Langston Kerman on all the Twitters and the Instagrams, and that's pretty much it. Thank you all for listening. Good night. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 
Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love and Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.